What's up, dude? What's up, man? How you been? Oh, God. Shit day. First time I'm, I'm going to say I'm doing fine because it was a shit day. So I'm going to leave it at that. You want to talk about it? No, it was just all just work. It was not it was work. Just it's gonna it's gonna be a real real busy next seven days, and it's just not gonna be fun. And today sprung some unexpected things on me that made it like ten times worse. So anyway, I'll I'll survive. Well, I hope it goes better than expected. That's all I'll say. Yes. Thanks, dude. How's your day? I'm dude. This week, I I need Saturday. I need to sleep. And I, Saturday's a big day though. But I I need a day I sleep in. That's what I'm at right yeah, now. Yeah. Well, I'd imagine Monday night you didn't get much sleep, and then uh. Well, Sunday night. Oh, so that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Sunday. So, Sunday night, didn't get any sleep. Monday, I caught off work. All right, for all you listening out there, I, I was a de- degenerate. And I called off work on Monday, and I still slept all day on Monday. Went to work yesterday, but then came home, and I felt tired. And we've talked about this in the past, but if I feel tired at any point before 11 o'clock, even 12 o'clock, there's something wrong. I was tired at at 10.15. Welcome to my world, except it's like 8. Yeah, so I – but I didn't go to bed until – like quarter to one, because naturally I stayed up. Yeah, of course. And I just I am just looking forward to Saturday, so I don't have to set alarm and can just wake up whenever I fucking want. And this is the first Friday I don't have a high school football game since August. Uh, August the the damn second the second last weekend of August. Damn, dude. Yeah. So. My plan is not to do anything on Friday night, but we will see if that actually happens. I'm not doing anything Friday night, so solidarity of staying in on a Friday. I have kind of a busy Saturday, so it'll be worth it to sleep. What time are you waking up on Saturday? Normal time, 6.30. That, <laughs> oh my God. Dude. dude, I love it. Honestly, I think we've talked about this before, but... My favorite time of the week, of the whole 24 hours of seven days of a week, 7 to 8 a.m. Saturday morning when I am not hungover is the greatest hour of the week. Oh, my God. With I, hands down. Because at that point, you have your, your, you have your entire weekend ahead of you. You're the furthest away from work that you'll be. Ever, unless it's like a long weekend or something, and it's just like, especially during the fall, winter maybe not so much, but during the fall and the summer, summer and fall, whatever it's nice enough to be outside, seven to eight a.m. on a Saturday is the best hour of the week. There's been some Saturday mornings between seven and eight that I'm still awake and I've not been home yet. Yeah, not me. If I make it out past midnight, I'm having myself a hell of a night. That's kind of how it goes. I 
That I, that that blows my mind, honestly. Different lifestyles, but this weekend I actually have to wake up because Team USA plays at nine a.m. Is it nine a.m. or ten a.m.? It's nine my I sent you Central Time. It's nine uh, Central, ten Eastern. Okay. Yeah, it is. So it's a big Saturday. Yeah, soccer, then football all day. I'm probably gonna sleep through. I hopefully sleep through soccer. Well, if you do your normal wake up at eleven forty-five, you'll catch the last fifteen minutes, which probably will be worth it. Now, what is the stage? If they, if is it like? Elimination style where it's winner go home, or like, yeah, is it- yes. So it's not decided yet, but 16 teams out of the 32 qualify for the elimination round, and then it's just 16 teams. It's like the sweet 16, you just winner, you winner go home. It goes to penalty kicks, it goes if it's a tie, it goes 30 minutes of overtime, and then. If it's still a tie, penalties. Okay. So. Exciting stuff. I mean, sure. As much as 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 much as soccer can be exciting. Which is extremely. Dude, are you pro I know you didn't watch, but yesterday when Team USA was playing. The last half hour of that game was so stressful. So stressful. To me, like, so I, I saw a clip on Twitter. I didn't watch a single second of it. I, I don't – I watched – the only game I've watched so far because of either work or not interested or whatever was the Wales game. And even yes. that, I didn't watch the complete game. I only watched the majority of the first half and maybe five minutes of the second half. Um, I saw a clip on Twitter where Iran was handling the ball. I don't even know what the word is. Dribbling the ball? Possessing the yeah. ball? Possessing, yes. Okay. Possessing, correct. Possessing the ball in like the 97th minute. And they had a shot on the USA goal, and it was like, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen? I, I think. I was – Yeah, I mean, the, the, the last – because what – I mean, this is what happens with soccer. Is if team – like, the, the Americans were winning, and all they needed to do was win. So they just went full defensive mode and just basically let Iran keep the ball and play defense and just packed all 11 guys in a very compact formation and just – did whatever they could to keep the ball out of the net, which they did. Not everybody chooses that strategy, but that's what they did, and it worked. But it did allow Iran to get a lot of opportunities on goal. Well, it was probably that much stressful because there's they won one nothing, correct? Correct. And it's not like, I mean, baseball and hockey could be one nothing still, but typically there's more scoring than those scores. So like, yeah. One nothing in a soccer game, yes, it is stressful, and it could be stressful in any other game situation, but the, it it's a rare opportunity to score. 
Yeah, but Iran, Iran came close. They had a couple very good opportunities that they missed. But, I mean, it was nail-biting stuff. Well, I'm happy the USA won. Yeah, advancing. You know, I can't – I for as mediocre a country the United States is at soccer, for as long as I have been truly following the World Cup – which started back in 2010. Granted, we didn't qualify in 2018, but we had made it to the knockout stages in 2010. We lost to Ghana. We made it in 2014. We lost to Belgium. And now we made it again. So there's something about like the American like mentality that's very different from like even even mediocre American teams still advance out of their group stages. Well, I would hope so. I think we, again, we talked about this a couple years ago when they fucking missed the fucking World Cup. But with the amount of people, the amount of money, and the amount of power we have as a country, there should be no reason why this country isn't a top five soccer team in the nation. Granted, soccer is probably... Maybe fourth, maybe fifth most played sport in America. But there's no reason for the amount of resources, money, power, the amount of people we have in this country that we should not be a top five team in this country. Well, I think it's just because most of our most of America's top athletes play other sports, whereas like the most athletic people in any European country play soccer. That's not the case for us. They play but, hockey and football and ba- and baseball and basketball. But granted, and even I think lacrosse is overtaking some sports. Um, but it it amazes me that even like it, it it doesn't make sense to me how we as a country can lose to fucking teams like Ghana, who no disrespect to you, but let's let's be honest, they're they're probably GDP is probably a tenth of what the Americans is. And they're producing a better soccer team. Well, than but, you, but the, somebody to be talented, and then they get bought by a European club that pays them millions of dollars and has world-class facilities for them to go live in Europe and play soccer. And then they all just go back to Ghana for the World Cup and play as the, as the It's not like they're staying within Ghana. And that's the issue. That's what a lot of Americans have take issue with the American soccer approach is that we like to pluck our talent from the MLS and keep our best players in the country. And people are saying, that's a horrible idea. You need to get our best players on European clubs so that they can learn from the best and play in those world-class facilities. And we're starting to do that now. Our best players all play for European clubs. I I could care less about that. If, if we have the, the coaches, we don't. I, well, that again, with the amount of money this country has, and if we're if we desire that badly to be a fucking soccer, then get the fucking coaches out of fucking Europe and bring them to fucking MLS. Pay them fucking dollars a fucking year to coach players. I don't give a fuck. Like, well, by that logic, China should be winning the World Cup every year because they have a, over a billion people to choose from. They have. I mean, they they literally just spend money on whatever they feel like. 
So they could do that ostensibly. Like, Correct. Correct. But again, th- there, there is no reason why China and America should ever lose any athletic competition ever. And I mean any athletic competition. I don't care if it's fucking ballet. We should have we have the be- we have the most money and best resources. Why why there should be no reason why we're even out of the final four, both of those countries. That's just how I look at it. I don't know. I mean, should St. Peter's have made the Elite Eight last year? No, but they did. They beat Kentucky. Kentucky should never lose to a team other than Duke, North Carolina, or Kansas ever. Correct. And they do. Like, it's just what happens in sport. Uh, No, but that is completely... Kentucky and Duke are in the Final Four or Elite Eight every other fucking year. I can understand if fucking USA lose... Like, it's like the fucking Miracle on Ice, okay? There's always going to be that one generational fucking upset, which I can get, okay? But the United States, have they even made, they've never made a final. No, the closest we came, the closest we came was the semis in like the 30s. Exactly. So there's zero point, again, I'll go back to this, there's zero point for us to ever be this bad in any athletic event ever in our lives. Well, we are, so. Although, 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 Team USA is the second youngest team at the World Cup. I don't know who the youngest is, but... I don't give a fuck. Oh, I know what I'm saying is when four years from now, the World Cup is in the United States, our best players are going to be in their absolute prime. They're all going to be from, like, 24 to 29 years old. We're going to be, like, potentially quite competitive. If and we'll we, have home country advantage. If we don't get into the elite eight of that tournament, you can you can you can record this right now. If we're not in the elite eight, at least elite eight during that tournament, I will never watch a so- a USA soccer match again. I think that is extremely realistic, considering we are only one win away from being in the elite eight this year. So it's possible. Very possible. But how many times have we made the Elite Eight? I, I don't know. It hasn't uh, been in our lifetime, I don't think. I, exactly. So, again, I'm saying we, with us, with, with what you're saying, is our best players being in the prime of their lives, the fact that we have home field advantage, home pitch advantage, if you will, <laughs> and on top of that, on top of that, the fact that we were embarrassed and not even made the World Cup, and we funneled all this money into the fucking men's national team for the past – fucking five years now, if we're not in lead eight, that's a bare minimum. I should, be, I should be saying final four. I should be saying finals. I'm saying bare minimum, elite eight. If we don't make the elite eight, I'm never watching a second, a second of United States men's soccer for the rest of my life. And that's including if by some God miracle chance that my son, relative, nephew, whoever – plays for the United States national team, I will never watch a second of a soccer match of the men's national team ever again. All right. And that is your right to choose. So be my guest. I'm I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. Which also, by the way, I'm going to love but absolutely hate how stupid this country gets 
in four years. What do you mean? Because you already know I hate the fucking idiots that come out of the wazoo for every four years because the fucking World Cup is on and then act like fucking soccer doesn't exist for another three and a half years. Then once the fucking World Cup's World Cup cup comes around again they're like oh shit soccer like let's get our google jailers and scarves and let's go down the fucking pitch shut the fuck up dude but i'm gonna love the how much national pride there is for the united states during that time yeah i think it's gonna be fun i'm gonna absolutely like travel around and see some games and well take some time off I'm going to a game. I'm just I I'm going to a game because it's specifically like, a Team USA game or just a game. No, I, I'm not going to any fucking soccer game. I'm going to a United States game. You don't want to see Portugal play Sudan. I could care less about that. Okay. Could could I could care less? Just making sure. Now I'll go. I mean, I'd like to. So sign me up. I mean, I'm going to be going. To, I'm pissed Chicago was really cheap and it will not be hosting any games really yeah no we're not because our mayor didn't want to pay for it oh hey (laughs) so yeah but the like maybe the uh, i mean top three most recognizable cities in the united states doesn't get a world cup game so whatever but hey indianapolis does i think or kansas city or something so well, I, I, I want to travel for that for that game as well. So, if if you want to put up with me for a soccer match, let's let's do it. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe Team USA plays in Philly. So, if I they do, they, I think they will because it's, it's twenty twenty six, correct? Yeah. So two hundred fifty years. Yeah. yeah, we talked about this. I think Philadelphia's guaranteed to get it. So, I just looked up their their what do you call it? Their record in the World Cup. Who Team USA? Yeah. yeah. So from 1954 to 1986, we did not qualify for the record. Really? Okay. Yes. Uh, according to Wikipedia, but for, for the record. Yeah. So w- we've not played in over half of the we, – we've played in half, legit, 11 out of 22 World Cups we've played in. Yeah. We've, we've made it to the quarterfinals once. That was in 2002. We made it to the quarterfinals. That was in Japan. Japan or Germany? Japan. Japan I think. Yeah. Japan. South Korea. Yeah. We made it to the yeah. quarterfinals. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Which it says we finished eighth. So, yeah, so we, we must have lost. And then I don't know how they rank us after that. But. Yeah. I, I don't know. But either way. So quarterfinals in 2002. Everything else has been round of 16. Yeah. Or, or, or group stage. Okay. Actually, I lied. 1930, the first World Cup, we came in. Third. Yeah, that that one I knew we came in third or fourth or something. Yeah, so I'm eliminating that. But yeah. other than that, round of 16 or group stage besides the quarterfinals in 2000. And- yeah. The first World Cup, I remember, is actually the 1999 Women's World Cup because I remember watching that game with Brandy Chastain scoring that PK goal. Yeah. But then the first men's one I remember is is 2006. Yeah, with uh, the headbutt. Yeah. Zinedine Zidane for France losing Correct. to Italy in the final. Yeah. Me yeah. too. That's my first memory of the World Cup. That's it. And then 2010 was a glorious year 
I watch highlights of that Landon Donovan goal all the time. I watched it, like, prior to the World Cup starting this year. And there's a YouTube video of a guy who, like, pieced together. He used the, the music from Rudy. And he used that as a soundtrack to a video that, like, because there were a bunch of watch parties all over the country and, like, bars and public spaces and stuff. And he compiled all of the, the reactions to the goals video and just put them all together into this huge montage with the Rudy music playing over top. It's pretty great. It's an outstanding video. That Rudy music is phenomenal, by the way. Yeah. You know what goal I'm talking about, right? When Landon Donovan scored with yeah, literally gets, uh, um, like a minute left. Algeria, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, I, who hates America almost as much as Iran does. Well, fuck them, so fuck off. I hope I hope we face like Russia, like in. Well, they're not in it. So. In twenty no in twenty twenty six. Well, we'll see what. I think Russia has bigger issues to worry about than qualifying for the twenty twenty six World Cup. They might even be banned by FIFA. I don't know. I mean, FIFA should ban themselves, honestly. Yeah, they should. FIFA is the most corrupt organization on planet Earth. But anyway, hey, at least Qatar got sent home without a win. What about Iran? Did they win? They did. They beat Wales. Fuck off, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going home. Although, like, there's, I've seen some stuff on the internet, like, there is legitimate concern. Because, I mean, as much as you dislike, I think I agree that Iranian, the Iranian government is extremely fucked up but like i like their people are doing a lot of like protesting right now and there's like a big movement going on and, and the players from what i can tell were generally supportive of the protesters and now there is like legitimate concern that the iranian national team is going to be like kidnapped and murdered when they get home because they lost and also because they supported the protesters so uh i mean good for team usa for winning but i really hope those players like are not murdered I mean, I always fear, fear that for, like, Russian teams. Yeah, well, no, I ran the same way. There was a dude who uh, – I saw this in the news today. Like, a dude honked his horn when Team USA won in protest of Iran. Like, in, it was in Iran. Like, he was in Iran. The game was on. Team USA won. And then he started honking his horn to, like, celebrate America. It's like a fuck you Iran type thing. And he was just shot in the street by, like, Iranian secret police. Sure. So. Anyway. I mean, if we just nuked the country when we could have, I mean, I think this would all have been said and done, so. Wow. I mean, I ran the 70s was like a super chill place, and then it just went completely downhill. Well, thanks, Jimmy Carter. Yep. Thanks, Nixon. Fossis. Eisenhower. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan helped. <laughs> He got- if, Ronald, if Ronald Reagan tra- – if I traveled back in time to the 1980s and Ronald Reagan pulled out a rifle and shot me, you would say that was the right thing for the country. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. They, the whole reason why the, the hostages got released is because hours – I'm pretty sure it was hours before he got inaugurated, they let him go because there were two pussies to deal with Ronald Reagan. It wasn't like the, the Iran host, like Contra hostages. Wasn't that like, didn't you see the movie? Argo? Yeah, didn't they like escape because they pretended to be Canadian? 
No, I, dude, I, I'm looking this up right now. Well, we don't have to spend our whole time talking about soccer because it's going to be an abbreviated call anyway because it's late. But, Gosh. but these fucking pussies, dude. What do they do wrong? It's not their fault. They took over our fucking embassy. Oh, the I, I thought you meant the hostages. No, I was like what? <laughs> no, they fucking took us. Fucking our. They came over to our embassy and took yeah. our people hostage. We should have been in there and blown up the fucking place, dude. Oh. No prisoners. Well, we didn't. So there's that. Yeah, hostages were formally released into the United States custody the day after the signing of the Algiers Accords, which I'm not going to read about, not here, but but here's what it says. Just minutes after President Ronald Reagan was sworn into office. What pussies. Yep. That's That's like me picking a fight with you, okay? Me picking a fight with you, then... Then you telling your dad or like older brother or something, and then having your older dad or brother be like a six foot seven, like fucking 250 ripped as shit dude that is a professional boxer, and I run home. Pussies. Yeah. Fucking dickwads. Mm hmm. Whatever. All right. There's that. There's that. I have some <clears throat> potentially disappointing news. What's that? So, for the Bears game? Yeah. I'm And the night before, that Saturday night and the Sunday, I don't know how much drinking I'm going to be able to do, so you might be on your own for the most part. Okay. So, just FYI. Any reason why? Yeah. So, do you remember? Uh, I'll tell you a bit of a bit of a bit of a story. Do you remember when you were here? And we went to the White Sox game, and I chipped one of my teeth. You remember that? Because I think I told you because that happened while we were sitting in our seats at the game. Yeah. So that was like the third time, or second or third time that my teeth had chipped this year. So I went to the dentist, and they were like, "Yeah, your your my bite is all screwed up." So my options were to either get braces or get Invisalign or just let my teeth progressively chip and chip and chip until they're no longer teeth. So I was like, you know what, screw it. I'll get Invisalign. So I have it in my mouth right now. I got it put in yesterday. I don't even know if you know what that is, but it's like these plastic like mouth guard type things that I put on my teeth and it like over time reshapes how they look so that my bite is corrected so I don't chip my teeth. Um, but I have to keep them in, like, all day, and I can't eat or drink anything but water while they're in. So, like no booze for me. What? Forever? No, 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 no. 15 weeks I have to do this for, so. So does that eliminate my, my, my beer bet? No. Oh, so you'll 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 take you'll take off the Invisalign for the three hour three or four hours we're at the Bears game. Well, I don't know because I I mean I have to keep them in for I can take them out for 
two to four hours per day. But like every time I eat like a meal, I have to take them out. And it's a process because I got to take them out. I eat then I have to floss and brush my teeth and put them back in. It's a pain in the ass. So the less I have to take them out, the better. So my thoughts are the Saturday night before, I might just take them out for the night because my dentist said that's every so often that's fine. But then that means I have to keep them in pretty much all day Sunday, which means that if we go to the bar beforehand and then during the game, I can't really take them out. And I can't drink during them because you can't use can, otherwise it screws it up. So, so. All right. Unfortunately, well, if I win, should we? Can we? Can we amend? Can we amend the the terms or no? Yeah, you, you absolutely. This is an outside circumstance that is. I was gonna. I was gonna suggest because a Bears game beer is probably quite expensive. I don't. Give a that fuck. is worth two beers the night before. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Because you can say no. Uh, I, whatever you want. Well, I haven't cool. won yet, technically. So. Well, well, I I don't care. Uh, I don't I don't care about price. I I drink my face off at Eagle games, even though I probably shouldn't. But I don't give a fuck. So it yes, I I don't care. One beer at the Bears game or two beers at the night before. All right. Well, I'll think about it. And I'm still getting used to these things, and I, maybe there's like a way around it. So. Yeah. Just I. But I'm I'm making you aware now before. The, the season officially ends. That that's perfectly perfectly fine. And right. whatever you want, whatever you want to decide for that weekend, that I I'm not. That's fine. We'll figure. Well, we'll figure it out when we get there. But I also have not yet won the bet, so I'm not going to get ahead of myself here. Yeah, because so. we we know what happens when I have a three game lead going into the final weekend of picks. You're, yeah. You fuck it. Yeah. You you fucked that up hardcore last year. I don't want That's fine. Also means we're at the one year anniversary of being in Vegas. It'll be yeah. tomorrow would have been the day we flew out. Damn dude. Wow. That was a fun trip. For the most parts part. Of it, parts of it were fun. I was, I was very underwhelmed by the city. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, if I never go back to Vegas, I don't think I'll care. Yeah. I I, I do want to experience a night in Vegas with, like, a, a group of, like, ten guys, though. Yeah. Well, what are the odds of that ever happening? Well, I said if I ever get married, I want my bachelor party, like, to be a, a insanely crazy bachelor party, like, Vegas yeah. – Nashville, Austin, so on and so forth. Yeah. I think Vegas would be fun if I were willing to spend at least twice as much money as I did when we were there. At least twice, maybe more. Yeah. Because, like, I think that's kind of like the thing. Like, Vegas, if you're willing to spend the money, Vegas is the most convenient city on planet Earth. But if you're not willing to spend the money, it's the most inconvenient. Even, like, remember when we were – when you're watching the Eagles game on Sunday morning, they wouldn't let you sit at the bar unless you were betting in like the computer, like the video no, poker I, I, games they had at the bar. That, like, how stupid is that? Yeah. Yeah. No, anyway. that and the, I, again, to me, I think I told you this too. Like, 
that it reminded me of like a a uh, beach town, a boardwalk beach town with how much junk and like shitty like like cheesy knockoff like t shirt stands there were in the city. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was in a weird funk going in. Like I like got on the plane. Like think like something was in me. Like I was. I was in a bad mental space then too. Yeah. Like I was just like I like I I and I think I told you this too. Like I got on that plane thinking this is a mistake going going to Vegas. Well, it's over now. Yeah. We survived and we're still talking. So. Yeah. Well. That's all I could hope for because there were some doubts for. There for, were some doubts, but. Time heals all wounds, apparently. Yeah, so. I just uh, pulled up the ESPN app. Notre Dame is destroying Michigan State right now. I don't know if I love that or hate that. It's 39 to 15. That's great. In the, in the first half. North Carolina and Indiana are – Indiana's up two. I'm watching that one. Duke beat – damn, the ACC – Beating the uh, Big Ten, Illinois. Illinois beat Pitt, though, so that's good. Fuck that. No, that was in that was in women's. That was in women's. Either way, I don't give a fuck. Fucking scumbags. Probably yeah. all disgusting. Yeah. I actually, I thanks for honoring me because I actually wanted to really watch the UNC Indiana game. Yeah. I, I actually had a plan to watch college basketball like all night. And do, like, a lot of things. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. My apartment is a mess right now just because of how my week has started. And just, I just every, like, I'm just a mess this week. Um, yeah. Wanted to, like, clean. Wanted to do laundry, which I'm in the process now. Wanted to do a lot of things. Watch college basketball. Just sit on my couch and just watch it. And then um, Kelsey Bowman texted me. He was like, hey, like, we're going to be in South Philly. Yeah, you want to get something to eat? I was like, yeah, like, let's do it. And then we went to... Uh, a bar and we sat there for almost almost two and a half hours just chilling and drinking and eating so my uh, my night of sitting watching college basketball has gotten turned to a loop. Yeah. Well, still some games worth watching on so. yeah I'm watching this UNC game UNC has yeah. been highly disappointing to me good them losing to Iowa State what at the same time that their football team lost to NC State was just Oh, it was music to my ears. It was so poetic and beautiful. And uh, honestly, I, I want to get to an Indiana game, basketball game. Yeah. My, that- uh, my one buddy went to Indiana, and he was in the – and Wofford hit that three to beat Kentucky. How insane would that have been? That's, that, that is that, – that, I'm trying to think. That is definitely top five college basketball moment of my life. Yeah. Because I remember watching that live. Oh, yeah, me too. And be, and be like, holy shit, like, that just happened. And that, that call, too, is uh, unreal. Christian Watford for the win. Yes. Yeah. You want to know what my – I've got tied for two. Tied for two. Best college basketball moments. Can I guess one? Yeah. yeah Nova – Nova beating UNC in that 2016 national title game. Yeah. Okay. What was his name? What was his name? Um, Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins. Jenkins I, for the win. I, I remember 
I remember that too because after that, I well, first of all, I spilled beer all over my apartment when that shot hit, yeah. and secondly, that night I met up with Shoe Way Girl. If you remember who that is, oh yeah, I remember. And it was a dramatic night to to just put into terms. Yeah. Um, your second one, well, it has to be the Illinois game. No. No. Um. Well, I mean, yeah, but not the one I'm thinking of. What do you mean, not the one you're thinking of? It's it's Illinois basketball. The yeah. Illinois Arizona game. That's the game. Yeah, no, 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 I know, I know. But no, that's I knew that was that's not the specific moment I'm thinking of, but yes, that is also a top college basketball moment. Okay. Um uh one more guest I want to say is um I don't know to be honest. With you. So what's the other uh other top <clears throat> for you? It also has to do with North Carolina losing. Twenty twelve versus Duke, Austin Rivers in Chapel Hill. Oh, yep, yep. Buries yep, yep. it at the buzzer. Ends oh. the game in Chapel Hill. Crowd goes silent. All walk out of that gym, heads down, s- sad about it. Cry me a river. Your team lost. Deal with it. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah Beautiful. I, I remember you telling me that, too, so I shouldn't oh, remember that. God. Oh, dude, anytime North Carolina basketball loses like that is – but the, the one with uh, Chris Jenkins that made it so great – was that I forget the guy in North Carolina, but he hit that like super off balance. Yeah. No way it should have gone in three. And then everyone's like, oh, great, it's going to overtime. And then Jenkins just cashes it in at the buzzer. Beautiful. Yeah. I, um, the, you talk about reaction videos, like you're talking about Landon Donovan. Uh, Donovan. That, yeah. Those reaction videos are insane for the Villanova, the Villanova ones. I don't think I've ever um, watched them. I, dude, I'll, I, I'll try to find it. There's like a 60 minute one. Um, that Comcast Sports Philadelphia had, and it was top notch. Um, I remember watching all three of those those plays. So the the um, Christian Wofford shot, the Chris Jenkins shot, and then the Austin River shot all live. I remember watching that live. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Um, trying to think of other basketball moments live that I've um, the. Not not like my favorite, but just memorable is when Tyler Hansborough got socked in the in the nose by um, what the fuck was his face? Gerald Henderson from Duke. Remember that at all? No, I don't remember that. They, it was a Duke UNC game in UNC. Um, Tyler Hansborough went for like a layup or like a two handed dunk, and Gerald Han- Henderson elbowed him in the nose like like very I. He turned his body and like it, it was weird, but he he socked Tyler Hansbrough in the nose, broke his nose, blood all over the place. Good, um, I hate Tyler Hansbrough. Tyler Hansbrough is probably my favorite college basketball player of all time. No. Psycho T. No. Um, Another great one is the uh, Syracuse UConn six overtime uh, game. So, dude, that game, I I partially watched that. Reagan had a uh, softball tournament in a dome in New Jersey. Mm. When the when the game her games ended, it was like say nine o'clock or whatever, and we um like I was in the waiting like lobby, as you call it, and they had that game on, and I was like, oh, like this is a good game, whatever. I'm just waiting for Reagan like come out from like her coaches dismissing her or whatever. 
we get home and the game's still on. Yeah. So that one. Um, I will uh, say another great moment was 2005 NCAA tournament, which had one of the best elite eights ever because it was Illinois, Arizona. And then the other game was Kentucky, Michigan State. Michigan State ended up winning, but with time expiring. Um, oh, what was that guy's name for, for Kentucky? Um, oh, God, what was his name? Uh, he hits this really off-balance three, and oh, it was a great shot. God, I got what was his name? I got to find it. Uh, what was his name? What was his name? Kentucky zone out. Of- what? I'm pulling up the YouTube video. Here we go. Patrick Sparks. Sparks. One last chance. It like rolls around the rim for like three seconds. He, like, took an off-balance shot, and it goes in. That was wild. That was a very memorable moment. I, I'm going to tell you a sad, memorable moment. I had – I forget what year it was. It was Missouri and Marquette, I think it was. I forget, I forget the team. I had Missouri. No, I forget who I had. I think I had Missouri advancing the final or the lead eight or next round or whatever, and I needed them to win, and – so they went down by, like, say, a point or two, and they had the ball, like, four seconds left, right? Yeah. The dude inbounding the ball, that's on the baseline. While he was inbounding the ball. So technically, it was a turnover. They called it, and the other team won. And I, if I would have won that game, I would have won, like, $300. Oh, dang. I'll, I'll tell you another memorable moment. Not that I care about it either way. It's just memorable just watching it. The UCLA Gonzaga game with Adam Morris. Oh God, heartbreaking! Heartbreaking. They were up like seventeen points. Yeah, they were probably ten with like a minute and a half left. Yeah, that yeah. I remember. I remember just Morrison falling to the ground. God, me too. Heartbreaking. Um, I, I always remember just being where I was when a sixteen seed beat a number one seed. In yeah, we were we were in a hotel. Well, I don't know where you were, but oh, I was me, me Will, and Amanda were in a hotel room in Pittsburgh. I I, I was uh, I was at a Carson City Saloon, um, still still alive and still coherent. Right. Um, and then also I'm gonna throw this out when just because of like where I was in life when Lehigh beat Duke, and we and yeah, okay. every and everyone from. My grade and the grade below us went to Lehigh because it was 20 minutes away from us. Yeah, I was at work at Dick's Sporting Goods. Jeez, I think it was a Friday night game. I forget where I was because that was I, the day too. Because Missouri lost, they were a two seed and they lost to like, Norfolk right State. The, to, yeah, like the same time. Yeah, they, um, but like, so I went to Rita's because I I was going out with. A friend of ours, um, we stopped at like Rita's because we had another friend that worked there that we would just hang out at Rita's. She'd give us free stuff and we'd just like hang and talk because it never got busy. 
And then my phone was blowing up, asking me to go to Lehigh. I was like, no, I'm not gonna, going to Lehigh. Like, I didn't know anything about it. And then I, I checked the ESPN app and said that Lehigh beat Duke. I was like, holy fuck, like, we should have went to Lehigh. Yeah. You know, you know, another one I remember very well was what? the 2018 Big Ten tournament, Penn State versus Ohio State. Oh, Tony Carr. Tony Carr with that shot fake and t- the toss to Josh Reeves for the dunk to beat Ohio State. They, they, they swept them that year, right? They did. They beat them because earlier in the season, Tony Carr hit like a – like six feet behind the three-point line, bank shot three at the buzzer. Yeah. We made it to the final four of the Big Ten tournament that we lost to Purdue. Oh. Man, that was I a love, good team. I love memories like this. Like, where were yeah. you when this happened? I remember this clear as day. I was doing this. I was eating this. All that shit. Yeah. Well, I remember exactly where I was at the Landon Donovan goal. I was in I, my living room. Both my parents were at work. They scored, and I. it was an early game. It was like a 7 a.m. kick. And so it was like 8.30, right around the time Donovan scored. And I was screaming, and my sister was still in bed, and she got all pissed off at me for screaming. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about that. Yeah. That's right. Damn, dude. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Anyway, should we do picks? Yeah, let's get into picks. Going into the final week picks. Yikes. For 2022. Where is it? Where is it? I never know where this thing is. There it is. Damn. Week, week zero, we picked the Nebraska-Northwestern game. We both picked Nebraska, Illinois and Wyoming, and then Vanderbilt and Hawaii. And we both ended the weekend one and two. Here we are 14 weeks later. I am 38 and 30, and you have officially passed the 500 mark. Congrats. You're at 35 and 33 after a four, a four and one weekend. Which is massive, massive for me. Yep, and I went uh, two and three. And honestly, dude, if I go back to that fucking tennis or uh, TCU and fucking Kansas pick that I switched, I'd be in a yep. good spot right now. Yep. Fuck. Yeah, well, all right. Oh, there's games on Friday? Yeah, the Pac-12 is always on Friday. I, I mean, there's multiple games. Are there? Let me check. I'm looking at Oh, yeah, there are. Cool. Guess I know what I'm doing Friday. Yeah. I mean, the Pac-12 is the, the big one. Yeah. I'm just looking at lines. Um, all right. I'm going to start. <clears throat> With, uh, God, every pick scares me. 
pick scares me right now. Because I, I, I'm going to pick the SEC as the first game. Georgia is a 17-and-a-half point favorite, but I just don't know. I don't know. So I'm doing it. LSU-Georgia. Um, USC-Utah. Um, damn. Akron Buffalo. Okay, and then I'll take UCF and Tulane. All right. The three I will give you are Purdue, Michigan. Uh, Troy, Coastal Carolina, or Kansas State, TCU? Who, wait, who, what was this? What was the second one? Coastal Carolina and Troy? Yeah. Give me that. Give me that one. Okay. All right. I am going with uh me give me L two. That's kind of your only option at this point. Yeah. Dude, you fucked this up though. Why? You could have squeezed me and made Michigan and Purdue one of them. I don't like that game. I wanted to stay away from it. You want to stay away from that game? Yeah, because Purdue has played upset special You're multiple insane. times over the past few years. I'm staying You're away from insane. that game. Staying away from it. That why do you think insane. I chose? That's why I chose Akron Buffalo. All right. That, anyway, go ahead. It's your call, USC Utah. Oh shit! I'm I'm thinking USC. As am I. Okay, go ahead. And then I'm going to take Buffalo. Taking Akron. Go Zips. The <laughs> stupidest name out there. Go Bison. Is it the Buffalo? No, Bills. No. Bills, 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 Bills. I know, I know. No, oh, Bills. it's Bulls. That's what I said. It sounded like Bills. Yeah, that's because I said Bills, but it was close enough to Bulls. Idiots. All right, UCF Tulane. Your call. Um... Fuck it. Give me Tulane. I am also going to take Tulane. Shocker. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to take Troy. Oh, thank you. I- I'll take Coastal. I'm just going with the favorite in all of these games. I. So, all right, go ahead. All right. I will do it for one final time. 
LSU versus Georgia, USC, Utah, Akron, Buffalo, U at UCF, Tulane. Is that the AAC championship? Yeah. And then Coastal Carolina, Troy. I have Georgia over LSU, USC beating Utah, Buffalo over Akron, Tulane over UCF, and Troy over Coastal Carolina. You have LSU beating Georgia, USC over Utah, Akron over Buffalo, Tulane beating UCF, and Coastal Carolina beating Troy. Lock it in. Lock it in. And there, okay. and there, it, there can't be any ties either. So yeah, there could be. Yeah, there could be because we How? differ on three. We differ on three games. If you win those three, then you I'm pick ahead. up three. No, because I'm oh. up three right now. If you pick oh. up three games, so yo, what's the tiebreaker? We oh, we talked about this, and I don't we remember. We did. What it is. It was like a point total for something. Oh, point total for like the uh, the championship game, maybe. Like the national championship game. Yeah. So that would be if if we were to tie, then the bet would not be over on when you're here for the Bears. Oh, so it had to be something. What was that before then? I don't know. It had something with like a point total. I know that. I, I uh, yeah. Know. Was it point total of the first? I don't know, dude. Fuck. So let's figure that out now. Yeah. Do you want to stick with the point total? Yeah, I'm fine with the oh. point total. How about point total of the pick of one of the games this weekend? All right. Which game? What's the last one we differ on? Coastal Carolina, Troy. Or the well, technically the LSU Georgia game, because that one starts at a half hour later. Oh, I thought you meant the, the last one we picked. No, like the last one of the day that matters to us. Uh, yeah. Well, I have them both starting at three, but mine says three thirty and four. All right, let's just pick. Do you want to just do the SEC game? Yeah, that's 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 fine with me. If you're okay with that, so total points. We oh, this is what it was. We text Will the total points. Of that game, okay. Of that, or separately though. Yeah. And then he'll report that number to us in the group. Yeah, that works. But we're not doing like prices right rules, like whether you're over or no. under, whoever's closest. closest wins. Closest, yes. Okay. Is that is that fair? I think that's fair. I lock hope it, it doesn't in. come to I lock it in. I hope it doesn't come to this, but I agree to those terms. All right, so I'm texting Will right now. Your number? My number. My score total points between the two games or two two teams for the SEC title game. LSU's total points plus Georgia's total points. Correct. Yes. I'm texting him too. Does he know this is coming? I'm I'm giving him my point total and telling him wait until Nick texts text you 
and then respond to our group chat with our numbers. I'm doing I'm texting him right now. Same here. I just hit send. Me too. I said my number and then quote unquote wait until Nick texts you and then respond to our group chat with our numbers. Yeah, okay. Done. Cool. All right. I hope dude, all right. How bad are you gonna be sweating if it comes down to that? Well that's the that's the thing. The outcome of that game could be twofold. Will it mean we tie or not tie? And then if we do tie, the point total. Wait, you ever see uh, Silver Lining Playbook? Wow, you went big. I guess I shouldn't be surprised with your, your number. But, yes, I have seen Silver Lining's Playbook. So it's, a, it's like the parlay. They have to get a five-and-a-half or whatever, five, five score – and then, um, and then uh, the Eagles win by ten or whatever. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaguely, but yeah. Well, so wait, is there? Hold on. Forty-nine. No, fifty. Oh, so it's perfect since since there's an odd number of 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 point a difference between our point totals. Yeah, twenty-five. Huh? 25. Yeah, so so there can't be a tie in that either. Yeah. So LSU and Georgia have to score 55 points in order for me to win. 55 or more, and you win. 55 or more, correct. 54 or less. You. It's me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, that worked out. Are you going to respond to Will? Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Um, five things we hate. Oh, didn't you have to go, go off about something? Did I? Oh, God. I thought, yeah, but what was it? Um... Uh, what was it, what was it, what was it, what was it? What was it? Ah, that's going to bother me. Um, do you remember when I texted you about this? It was like, wasn't it like right after the fact? Like the next day? I think it was right after, right after, I thought it was during the World I, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I'm going to see if I can find it. I'm going to scroll through. Well, I'm doing that already. I just need because if I knew when I sent it, that might trigger my memory. I feel like it was like next day after. Let's see. Um, oh, crap. 
You sent it on Thursday at one or at one fifty eight. Thursday at one fifty eight. What did I say? I'm almost there. Thursday at one fifty eight. Oh, so that's 12.58 my time, that's why. I can't find it. Thursday, November 17th? No, this would have been Thursday the 24th. Like Thanksgiving Day, oh, that's why. Damn, this is really going to bother me. Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, there we go. Depends on how I'm feeling. I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. Well, do you have anything you want to share? No. The floor is yours. I'm going to try and think of this, but the floor is yours. All right. Um... Number one, I hate uh, new drivers slash novice drivers driver stickers on cars. Like, please be patient, new driver. Cannot stand it. Two, I hate baby on board stickers. It drives me absolutely fucking insane when I see those. Three, I hate helmets that only have one sticker on the side of them. Hence, Michigan State last week. Number four, I hate happy Thanksgiving text. I feel like it's a holiday that you do not need to text happy Thanksgiving. I'm partially a hypocrite because I texted it to you, but I felt like an asshole get, sending you a countdown day without saying happy Thanksgiving. I wouldn't have cared, but anyway. I cannot stand happy Thanksgiving texts. And number five, this is what I'm going to go on a semi-rant for. Yeah, go for it. I hate how the New York, New York Six Bowls are so fucked up. So, at, at, in the, with the tie-ins, okay, the Rose Bowl should get over the fact that it has to have a, a fucking Big Ten and um, Pac-12 team in it. What they should do is you have your first your, your first two games, so – you know how it's like the Peach Bowl and fucking, I don't know, Fiesta Bowl this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay? 
the next four bowl games, okay, you you rank them one through four. So let's just say for hypothetical purposes, Rose is one, two is Orange Bowl, three is fucking uh, Sugar. Sugar Bowl, and four is uh, Cotton Bowl. Okay, whatever you rank them as. The Rose Bowl gets first dibs. So, in, in, in theory, they would take five and six. The Sugar Bowl, the, the, or the Orange Bowl or whatever, we get seven to eight. The fucking um, Sugar Bowl, we get nine, or uh, what is it, nine and ten. And then the uh, Con Bowl gets 11 and 12 or 11 and whatever the group of five is ranked. It is so stupid to me that they have to have tie-ins, which means that fucking Ohio State has to go to the the Rose Bowl, but then possibly because USC is the the going to be in the playoff, Utah therefore has to go to the Rose Bowl. Then, even though they might be ranked like fucking nineteenth or whatever, or Washington, who's ranked like eleventh right now or whatever, okay. It's it's ridiculous how some teams get fucked over because of this whole tie and shit instead of just taking the 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 next eight best teams. All right, there's twelve. In theory, the top twelve teams should make it, or top eleven plus the group of five. However, because of all these fucking tie-ins and shit, some teams will get fucked over because there's certain um, conference allegiances and tie-ins to these fucking New Year's Six bowl games. And drives me absolute the fucking same. That's it. Yeah, I agree with that. I I agree with that. I mean, considering you're getting Clemson or North Carolina in the Orange Bowl is kind of a huge disappointment. I mean, um, but I mean, if 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 Clemson loses, okay, North Carolina is probably going to jump up to maybe 13 or 14 at most. They're 23 right now, so. You're gonna fuck over the, in theory, the eleventh or twelfth ranked team in the New Year's in in the top eleven or twelve rankings because of these fucking conference tie-ins. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, like what do you do the year? Like I'm waiting for the year that, I mean, like the this year the Big Ten West Purdue was seven and five, and they're in the Big Ten championship. Like. What do you do when you're in the ACC and the best team on either half of the conference is seven and five, and then the winner goes to the Orange Bowl? Are you no, absolutely not. Well, think about this. Think about if like Clemson didn't lose last week, and with all the chaos that happened, they could have been let's just say five, right? Hypothetically, yeah. they could have been fifth ranked. And say if uh, USC loses, okay. And say, like, you know, because Clemson won their, their title, they, they look better than Ohio State, who has one loss. That could be another argument. But just say they're the fourth-ranked team, right? Yeah. And so they were the fifth-ranked fifth team. And let's just say North Carolina is still the 23rd-ranked team. Uh, can't the same rankings, okay? They beat UNC in the ACC title game. But because the Orange Bowl has an ACC tie-in, the – Maybe not even ranked UNC team would be going to the Orange Bowl. Yeah, I agree. I hate it. I, I cannot stand these fucking times. Get rid of them so fucking fast, you can't even fucking blink. Yep. 
I, I generally agree with you on that. So that's where I stand. Fair. I semi-remember what it would have been that I was going to go off. I, but I, the, at that point in time, the Thanksgiving Day Parade would have ended and the dog show would have started, of which was on the TV. And I feel like it had something to do with one of those two things, neither of which I'm a fan of at all. At all. What was it? The parade and what else? The dog show. Oh, there's a dog show on TV? On Thanksgiving, yeah. I, I, I watched it's, football or basketball on well, Thanksgiving. Well, I would have, except I was unable to because my sister was in control of the TV, and then that's why we watched the parade and the dog show. So. I would have murdered someone if I lived in Well, that's every year. That's. But that's the thing. And this this wasn't what I was going to go off on. But, like, people put it on as, like, background. Like, they're not even paying attention. They're cooking in the kitchen. They're talking. But yet the parade's on. I also hate lip singing, which everybody in the parade does. I think it's really dumb. Like, why bother? Agreed. And, like... I don't know who any of these people are who are in it, but like, why do we throw these random ass celebrities on a float, have them sing some like not catchy, but people think it is song for like 30 seconds and then just push them on down the road? I don't understand it. I just don't get it. There's so many things about Thanksgiving Day Parade I don't understand. I don't understand, like, the uh, the the whole concept of a parade. Like, with performers. You know, I think some parades are fine. But, like, a Fourth of July parade is fine. You know, a, or a you know, Memorial Day or Labor Day parade. Those are all fine. The lesser holidays deserve parades. Like Labor Day and Memorial Day. Like medium-sized holidays. But, and the 4th of July also. But like Thanksgiving should not have a parade. And it's not even like, like what's the point of it? If they find the latest like kids TV show, blow up a giant character from the show in the balloon form, walk him down the streets of Manhattan and then have some, you know, like Mariah Carey type singing a song that they're not actually singing. They're just mouthing the words to on a float with a bunch of people just dancing around. Like I fail to see the entertainment in any of that. It makes no sense to me. Agreed. Agreed. And yet every single year, and I feel like many, many people do this every single year. That has to be on the TV at my parents' house or wherever we're having Thanksgiving because it's tradition that we watch. It's not my tradition, but somebody in my family says, no, we're watching the parade every year. And so every year I am forced to watch it until usually noon when it ends central time. And then at that point, 
we can put on something. Because that's the thing. If football were on, I would actually be watching it and paying attention. The people in my family who are watching the parade aren't even watching it. They just have it on in the background while they do other things. But they won't let me change the channel. I just don't understand it. I do not. That makes zero sense. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah, I would, I would, I'd be throwing shit. I'd be throwing a, 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 hiss, a hissy fit um, if it was, if football was on. But lucky, luckily for your sister, football doesn't really start till like one o'clock. Yeah. But then we had to watch the dog show, which was new to me this year. I was like, Anna, you have a dog sitting right next to you. Look at it. There's your dog show. You don't have to watch one on TV. Did you say that? No, I should have. And that's the thing. These dogs, I feel bad for them because dogs are supposed to be able to be messy and like running around and being goofy and all this. But these dogs' whole life is being groomed and trained and paraded around with no fun, no, no like dog lifestyle, just like you're trained to be a competitor and that is your only life. Like, come on, let these dogs like roll around in the mud. Yeah, dude. But like, honestly, like, but like, it's just like, like, I mean, it's all like, to me, like, how do you judge, judge a dog as best as a show? Like to me, like the toy dog group, like the small dog group are kicking toys that I, I, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would throw to a kid that is trying to learn how to punt. I would, I would toss him one of those dogs. Yeah, I don't know. Now, how do I, ju- how do I say, okay, this is the best in the show when this is the stupidest and ugly dog out there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's so dumb. And like these people are like breeding these dogs to be good because like part of their, like part of like the judge, like the judging is like on their. Their, like, their bone structure and their coat and all of that is, like, mostly genetic. So it's like you're just breeding dogs so that they can have dogs that are going to win dog shows. Like, why? Who cares? Yeah. Let them roll, let them roll around in the mud. I don't even think they win that much money if they win either. I'm going to look. But you're right. Dogs should be dogs should be dirty. That's how it should be. Well, okay. I mean, this. I mean, by other competition, this might not be a lot, but it's twenty thousand dollars. But those dogs alone cost probably two two to five thousand dollars themselves. Oh, at least, if not more. If I'm not like, more. So that means they have to be like, I mean, $20,000, like if that's, that's for like one of the bigger dogs, that's like the Thanksgiving Day dog show. Like the Westminster dog show is like bigger than that. But even then, like, it's, it's not like the dog show circuit is like this big nationally televised event that pays out a bunch. Like how much you have to win every single one of them every year to make like a living wage. Yeah, dude. Like it's gotta just be a hobby or like rich people are just like, I'm bored. Let's breed dogs. So they do. I, I don't understand it. 
Like, whatever happened to real competition, like fucking football and baseball? People got hurt, so they shut it down. Pussies. We have a uh, Buster Posey to thank for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Ruined baseball forever. Bust. It's not Buster Posey. It's Buster Pussy. Of course. Remember that line? <laughs> yes, of course. Who's that? Who was that with? That was with Trevor. Or who was that with? Was that was that in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I belong on like part of the interruption or like around the horn. Yeah. You know, the amount of time me and you would make quite a good broadcast team. I would be the play-by-play, and you would be the color. And like we would, I we have like a good like personality trade-off to be. I think a pretty good broadcast team. Let's set it up. We could do. We could do. Pet, I'll be Steve Jones, and you could be the color guy for Penn State football and basketball. All right, that works. I would love – that's like my dream job. Just We just uh, we just go to every Penn State sporting event and call the games on the radio. Yeah. I mean, some of those days, though, Steve Jones is going from, like, football at 12 o'clock, preparing for that, and then going straight to Red Call for fucking volleyball. Does he I, – I don't know, like, does he do – Every sport? I don't know. I've, I've only nah. ever listened to him for football and basketball. Nah, there's no nah, he he's got to there's got to be a contract for something. But I, I'm I, I'm guessing his main role is for like football and basketball, like after like football season. But then I know he does volleyball. I know that for sure. And he probably does hockey. Maybe I don't know. That's Can't a good question. Wh- women's basketball. Uh, dude, I I don't know if you could pay me to sit through a a call a women's basketball game. Yeah, I'd only want to do football and men's basketball. But yeah, I couldn't I couldn't be a baseball commentator. No, me neither. I don't I don't have enough like because you need to be able to talk about stuff other than baseball. Yeah, well, I mean, you can always talk about anything on earth, but then like. Just the fact that season is so goddamn long and, like, you're on the road away from your family for legit yeah. probably nine months of the year. Well, hey, maybe neither of us will have family, so it'll all work out. Yeah. I mean, the world would be probably – the world is probably a better place without a, li- an, a, a Connor Board's uh, personality trait or Connor Board's Jeans running running around the world well, for the next generations. It would only be half a Connor boards, so maybe that makes it. I know, but let's be honest. Like the the half that my potential child or children get is going to be the insane, idiotic half. Well, only one way to find out. Yeah, I guess I should start poking holes in condoms. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. Good God. Whatever. Whatever. All right. I'm probably not going to be able to do this next week. Just FYI. That's fine. There, I mean, we're, 
It's it, we're going into our off season now. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Well, this is going to be like the worst time of year because, like, at least in the spring we can talk. Spring and summer we can talk baseball, and then we have football. But yeah, from now until like March, April. Well, we can talk college basketball. That'll actually yeah. be a good thing to keep us. Yeah, we'll talk college, Penn State basketball too. Yeah, which we didn't get to talk. And dude, I, geez, I, I couldn't watch a whole lot of the game yesterday, but we were winning at halftime. You're, you're right. We were losing by six with like 30 seconds left in regulation. Somehow we tied it up. But then in overtime, I watched this sequence. We had the ball with six seconds left and a tie game. And they let Jalen Pickett just try and do everything himself and take a bad shot and bricked it hard. And then we got blown out in the second overtime. Yeah. And now we have to play Illinois and Michigan, which Michigan State, which are not easy by any means. So we could very easily go into the holidays with a three-game losing streak, which it does not set us up well. Uh, no. I mean, but this is Penn State basketball, so. Yep. We just – Next year, no team has ever teams have made the NCAA tournament, but no team has ever made a run by only relying on the three. You need a big man, and we don't have one. But next year, we will have two. So you get uh, Kevin Jai, some experience. He'll be the starter, and then this other kid coming in as the backup could be yeah. could could be a lot of potential in the post, and we'll have plenty of guards. We never have any shortage of guards. So, the most famous saying in my life is there's always next year. Yeah. I just yesterday left a bad taste in my mouth. So, we'll see what they can do over the next couple of days or next couple of games. But it just, we needed to win. We needed to be Clemson. Like that, that's a game that if you're going to win the, NCAA, if you're, if you're going to make the NCAA tournament, you need to win toss up games against similarly talented teams and we did not do that nor did we beat virginia tech and those have been our two closest tests like playing power five caliber teams and we've lost both times in games that we well let's let's hope that they either improve it or next we just gotta wait till next year mm-hmm that's the thing. We're going to win games because we're going to get lucky and shoot like, you know, 50% from three. And we're going to beat a team that we have no business beating. But then we're also going to have games where, you know, we lose Northwestern by 15 points because we go ice cold. Like it, and that's what sucks is that there's no consistency. It's going to be some days we're really hot. Some days we're ice cold. And it's, there's, we're never going to have like alternatives to that because we don't have any other way of scoring. Makes for a frustrating year, then. Yep. Fuck. We'll see what happens, though. You never know. Maybe they go on a run. Yeah, I mean, what do we have? Six wins now? Yeah. Six or seven. We need about 12 to 14 more to be realistically in the bubble. Make it happen. 
Yeah. You know? Which we could. We we went on a run in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. So Yeah. I was thinking about that though. People kind of forget this because COVID happened, but we ended that year, regular season Big Ten, piss poor. Piss poor. Yeah, but we were the eighth eighth ranked team in the nation at one point. We were. But then we also lost Northwestern by like twelve points at Northwestern, who was like a winless team at that point in the Big Ten. Yeah. I chalk it up. Yeah. We'll just let that be one of the great what ifs. Yeah. Yeah. One of uh I was at a party a couple weeks ago and we all went around like asking questions like what's your biggest fear? Like what's your biggest strength? Like all this bullshit. And my yeah. question for the group was what's your biggest what if? Yeah, that's good. Are there any good ones? Yeah. I don't know if I could pick – I don't know if I could pick one. Like, we talked about – I have many. We both have many. I don't know if I could just pick one. Well, I don't mind. Maybe maybe I could. Maybe I could. Mine's easy. It's what if I didn't have the stroke. Yeah. Because every, every, like, what if that – every major what if that has happened in my life has, has been after the stroke. Yeah. So that's my ultimate biggest what if. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know what mine is. The one I'm thinking of that could honestly be it, I'm not going to say out loud, but. I respect it. You may, you may know what it is. You know what it is. I just don't know if you'll be able to think of it right now. I've told you before. There, there's a few that you've told me that uh, are running through my head right now. Yeah. But. Uh, let's hope the book exists and then we'll know I know there's lots of things I want to know mm-hmm. but whatever that's the joy and the pain of life the mystery you, of the unknown do you think that like like afterwards like we can read like our what if books together I don't know do you think so are we both headed in the same direction Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> hey, I didn't say which direction. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to find out, but yeah. if we do, would you would you share your what if? Yeah, what if, oh, we? if we were dead, yeah, absolutely. If we were dead. Crack open a beer and share our what if. Sounds like a great day. And we get to find out like the unknown mystery of our lives. Yeah. And I could have been like, I told you so. And you could probably tell me I told you so too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like That'd be a lot what, of fun, yeah. Like, what if like I have the stroke and I become an, a bigger asshole than what I am right now? Maybe you do. I don't know. There's no way of knowing. And maybe I don't even become friends with you. Yeah. Hmm. We'll never know. Never know. Well, until maybe we'll know one day, but yeah, for, there's no way of knowing if we'll ever know. Yeah, it which sucks. But that's yeah. the that's the beauty. But 
uh, but also ugliness of of what ifs. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. You good? Yeah, it's almost ten. It's bedtime. Bedtime. I'm still doing laundry. I did laundry earlier today. Did That's you? the best part about working from home and living alone is I can just throw in laundry whenever the hell I feel like it and get to it whenever the hell I feel like it. So, anyway, you kind of have the same thing except you have to go to school every day. But yeah, but anyway, all right, dude. All right, dude. Well. Uh, talk to you in probably two weeks, hopefully. Yeah, I should be able to do two weeks. Yeah, just not next week. I don't think. I'll confirm, but pretty sure I won't be able to do next week, but I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. No worries. But, all right, uh, all right man. Well, have a good week. I'll talk to you soon, and, uh, I'm hoping the LSU and Georgia score 55, four points, 55 points or more. And uh, go USA. You know what? I hope they scored that exact number of points, but I hope that Georgia still wins because then it doesn't matter. So, Yeah, they probably will. We'll see, dude. Go USA. Saturday's a big day. We'll see what happens. Yeah, huge. All right, dude. All right, man. See ya. Have a good one. All right. You too. I'll see you. I'll see you.